48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive vows to keep the economy going while at the same time tackling the COVID situation. The Centre for Health Protection again urges the elderly to get vaccinated and the administration is to launch a comprehensive review of Hong Kong's hygiene laws. The chief executive says the government will ensure that it keeps the economy going as it continues to rein in the COVID outbreak. John Lee stressed the need to reduce inconvenience to travellers while safeguarding public health on the mainland. Maggie Ho has more. John Lee said his administration will ensure that it keeps the economy going while trying to rein in COVID-19. He also told the gathering of local business leaders that he's aware they want to resume normal travel with the mainland. I hear you clearly, but I must stress that connecting with the world and connecting with the mainland are in no way contradictory to each other. On the latter, we have been maintaining good liaison with the mainland counterparts. We support and respect the mainland's anti-epidemic strategy and maintain cooperation in joint prevention and control. My preliminary goal is to reduce the degree of inconvenience to travellers without bringing about additional risks to the mainland's epidemic situation. Mr Lee said he understands the importance of keeping Hong Kong connected to the world, ensuring its competitiveness and people's livelihood while safeguarding public health. 5,563 new local COVID cases were confirmed today while four more COVID patients died. There were nearly 200 imported cases. Health officials say almost 1,900 patients are being treated in hospital, of whom 10 are in intensive care. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr Albert Au says the number of elderly people with COVID will inevitably rise as cases increase. He again urged elderly people to get vaccinated. In the past two weeks, there are over 15,000 elderly aged 16 years or above infected with COVID. So we encourage the elderly living in the community to receive vaccinations as soon as possible. And if they have symptoms, they must seek medical care or consultation and also do tests so that if they are really infected, they can receive treatment as early as possible. The government says it will launch a comprehensive review of the SAR's hygiene laws to better keep Hong Kong clean. The territory-wide clean-up campaign was the focus of the second round of informal anti-chamber talks at the Legislative Council, held between Chief Secretary Eric Chan and legislators. Mr Chan's deputy, Warner Chirk, who's leading the operation to clean up hygiene black spots, says officials and lawmakers agree there's a need to review hygiene laws. We were looking at whether the existing legislations are adequate in terms of empowering government departments to properly carry out their duties and also the adequacy of the penalty. We will take a holistic view and if necessary we will propose changes to existing legislation or even we will explore the prospect of enacting a new legislation. A police officer has been arrested on suspicion of theft inside the changing room at the force's regional headquarters at Kowloon East. The case early last month saw more than a dozen lockers broken into. Police say the 28-year-old suspect will be suspended from duty. The force says they attach great importance to the conduct of officers and will not tolerate nor condone any illegal acts. A man has been charged for allegedly disclosing the personal information of his former girlfriend without consent. This is the second time charges have been laid under the new anti-doxing regime, which came into effect last October. Kelly Yu has more. 
According to the Office of the Privacy Commissioner for Personal Data, the 26-year-old suspect and the complainant had a short relationship before breaking up. He is suspected to have disclosed her personal data on four social media platforms in October 2021. He is also accused of impersonating her to open accounts on some of those platforms, inviting people to visit her at her home. The man was arrested in June and faces a total of seven charges. He's been granted bail ahead of his court appearance next Thursday. To the weather forecast, it'll be mainly cloudy with a few showers and isolated thunderstorms at first. Very hot again tomorrow with sunny periods and a top temperature of about 33 degrees. Winds will be moderate south to southeasterlies. The outlook: a few showers in the next few days, but becoming mainly fine and very hot early next week. Currently, the observatory: the temperature is 27 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity at 90 percent. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now five minutes past eleven. RTHK has learned that the Secretary for Justice, Paul Lamb, has informed defendants in the case relating to the pan-democratic camps Ledgeco primaries two years ago that their trial will be conducted without a jury. It's understood Mr. Lamb noted the case involved external factors and said there's a need to protect the personal safety of jurors and their family members. It's also understood he said a jury trial may pose a risk of obstruction to the administration of justice. Under the national security law, when the justice secretary issues a certificate for a case to be tried without a jury, it will be heard by a panel of three high court judges. Chief Secretary Eric Chan says he supported the justice secretary's decision. He was asked whether a trial without jury would be unfair to the defendants. Because this case is now is part of the court proceedings, I do not want to make too much comments on that. I think this is a most appropriate arrangement. Executive Counselor and Senior Counsel Ronnie Tong says the Justice Secretary's decision will not affect Hong Kong's rule of law. He also dismissed concerns such an arrangement would make the national security proceedings less fair, saying the rights of those on trial will be protected by the judges. The presence or absence of a jury system does not necessarily mean that the rule of law will not prevail, or that the judicial system of a particular place will be necessarily be not up to standard. The rights of a defendant depends on a fair judge. If you had three judges. Trying a particular case, so I think in most cases the rights of the defendant would be looked after by the judge. Hong Kong's jobless rate has dropped for the third straight month. Official data put the unemployment rate for the three months ending July at 4.3 percent, 0.4 percentage points lower than the figure for June. The government noted that the decoration, repair, and building maintenance industry, transportation, arts, entertainment, and recreation all added jobs. Labor Secretary Chris Sun says he expects the employment market to continue to improve if COVID remains largely contained. Beijing has announced measures to try to head off a looming population crisis. The world's most populous country faces a rapidly aging workforce and its weakest population growth in decades. Vicky Wong reports. The National Health Commission's guidelines urge provincial governments to spend more on reproductive health and childcare services. They require local governments to implement active fertility support measures. These include offering subsidies, tax rebates, and better health insurance. The guidelines say local authorities will also have to support young families when it comes to education, housing, and employment, stressing that provinces must ensure nurseries are available for children aged two to three by the end of the year. <laughs> 
Beijing ended its one-child rule in 2016 and last year allowed couples to have three children as birth rates slipped further. They fell to 7.52 births per 1,000 people last year, the lowest since records began in 1949. Higher costs of living and a cultural shift as people grow used to smaller families have been cited for the lower number of babies. Officials have warned that China's population will start shrinking by 2025. Scorching temperatures in eastern China have been taking their toll on chickens, which are reported to have been laying fewer eggs. As Natalie Ching reports, that's pushed egg prices up by as much as 30% in cities in the region. Major cities in China have recorded their hottest days ever this year. And with the National Observatory issuing a red heat alert this week, it seems it's not only people who are wilting under the hotter-than-usual temperatures. According to a report in the Jianghui Morning News, farmers in Hefei City in Anhui have reported a drop in egg production because of the sweltering heat. Egg prices in the city shot up some 30%, and there were similar spikes in Hangzhou and other nearby cities. The Hefei Evening News says the city has logged a record 14 days of temperatures above 38 degrees so far this summer. And while the number of hens laying in China has not gone down, the Tianjiang Evening News reports they've been eating less on hot days. The Xinhua News Agency says 11,000 people have a difficulty accessing drinking water during the drought, while more than 140,000 hectares of crops have been damaged in eastern Jiangxi province. To the United States, where Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney has hinted she may run for president in 2024. That's after she conceded defeat in the primary elections in the state of Wyoming to her rival Harriet Hageman, who was backed by former U.S. President Donald Trump. The three-term congresswoman and daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney has been one of Mr. Trump's biggest critics. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the votes. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear. But it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. That was a path I could not and would not take. The former Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, has defended his decision to secretly give himself extra powers while in office. Mr Morrison was sworn into five key ministries, in some cases without even telling the ministers who were already running those departments. He told a news conference he took on the additional roles because of the Covid crisis. To business news, Hong Kong Exchanges and Clearing has reported a 27% year-on-year drop in interim profit to $4.8 billion as trading volume and listings on the local bourse slowed on the back of weak market sentiment. Average daily turnover for the first half of 2022 slumped 27% from the record logged a year ago, resulting in lower trading and clearing fees. Total revenue and other income slipped 18%, while operating expenses climbed on higher staff costs and professional fees. Nicolas Aguzin, the chief executive of HKEX, says he expects the bourse operator to continue to be weighed down by the global environment. There is a risk-off sentiment in the market. There's a lack of conviction from the investor community in terms of taking positions one way or another. 
And we see that reflected in lower market volumes. It's very difficult to predict where things are, but we expect that our activity, and we've seen this in the first few days of August and throughout July, we expect our activity to continue to be affected by the macro framework. But what we're doing is we're focusing on the long term. We cannot be changing our strategy based on a month-on-month activity or even on a quarter-on-quarter. We have to keep our eyesight on the long term. We remain very optimistic about the long term. UK inflation surged to a new 40-year high in July on rising food prices, adding to a cost-of-living crisis as the country faces the prospect of recession. The Office of National Statistics said the Consumer Prices Index accelerated to 10.1% last month from 9.4% in June, which was a 40-year record at the time. The Bank of England warned earlier this month that inflation will climb to just over 13% this year and also projected the UK would enter a downturn that would last until late 2023. To sports and in tennis, Serena Williams has been beaten in the first round of the Cincinnati Masters. The American tennis legend faced US Open champion Emma Raducanu and the 19-year-old Brit eased through the, to the second round 6-4, 6-love. The 40-year-old Williams had earlier hinted she will retire after the US Open, which starts later this month. Radakanu said playing her in Cincinnati was a gift. It's an amazing gift to play the best tennis player of all time. On, on her way out, it's probably going to be my last opportunity to play her, unless I draw her in New York, but um, it's just going to be a, a great memory that I'll always have. Naomi Osaka was also knocked out of the tournament in the opening round. Japan's former world number one lost 6-4-7-5 to China's Zhang Shuai. Now to football and the Rangers manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst says he has faith his side can reach the Champions League league group stage for the first time in 12 years, despite being held 2-2 by Dutch side PSV in the first leg of their playoff tie in Glasgow. I'm confident we have the chance in one game to go through. It's still it's still even, so uh, yeah, we have to go out there and uh, and play for, uh, for everything and that's uh, group stage of the Champions League. Elsewhere, the Norwegian side Bodo Glimt defeated Dinamo Zagreb 1-0. FC Copenhagen were 2-1 winners over the Turkish champions Trabzonspor. New Zealand rugby has given its backing to Ian Foster as the right man to coach the All Blacks through to next year's World Cup, but it said he would, not, would have more hands-on support from selector and strategist Joe Smith. Foster had come under huge pressure after the All Blacks suffered three consecutive defeats recently against Ireland and South Africa before they rebounded to beat the Springboks in Johannesburg on Saturday. Speculation had been rife that Canterbury Crusaders coach Scott Robertson was poised to replace him. But New Zealand Rugby's board unanimously endorsed Foster at a meeting earlier today. And that's the news and sport from RTHK. Radio
Recording on the Motown label when that was released back into the 80s. I'm trying to think what year it was. What do you reckon? I reckon about 88, somewhere in there. Anyway, that was request. That was for Alan, that was. Cheers, Alan. Thanks so much for getting in touch. Radio Pete at Gmail if you'd like a song tonight, folks. Come and look out through the window. That big old moon is shining down. Tell me now. Blanket on the ground. Remember back when love first found us. We'd go slipping. 